Sarayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha on Shabbos. We are now starting the next essay, which is the topic of Oneg Shabbos in the physical way. And that can, begins on page Shin Sadi Zion. And it's, it's quite a long chapter. It has 12 subdivisions to it. And there are two mamorim on the topic. So the first mamor is the 12... Oh, really? Three, ma, uh, three mamorim on the topic. Okay. So uh, let's start. And uh, on Shabbos, there's a unique halacha of oinig Shabbos in the physical way. There's a mitzvah to eat and to take pleasure in it. And that's an issue that many people have difficulty understanding. Why is there a concept to be engaged in physicality on such a lofty and holy day like Shabbos? And especially for those who are very big Ovde Hashem and they separate from food during the week to, to, to achieve a degree of holiness and now we eat more. A holy person eats less during the week. And on Shabbos, you eat more. So what's the inner aspect? What's the deeper message of this? That's the introductory question. And the tzaddik begins to answer, and he says, it is well known that through eating, what? let's go back and review a little bit about what eating is all about. And eating is all about what we call to be mevarer, the holy sparks, to separate, clarify the holy sparks, which are hidden within physical things. Okay? A person needs to know the entire creation has no independent existence. Hashem is giving life and vitality every second to everything that's in the world. As the prophet Nehemiah says, and you, Hashem, give light to everything. And everything in creation has a spark of the divine light that gives light to it. Everything. The table, the chairs, everything. And that life force inside are called nitsotos, sparks. Small little lights that are uh, a flow from Hashem to the creation to give light to them and existence. We might want to say that's the atoms inside of it. For lack of a better word, I mean, atoms, they exist. Can you see them? So, you know, I'm not saying it is, but it, it's like very close to being the Nitsotsos. Okay. And therefore, with everything that, every food and every dip, drink has Nitsotsos inside of it that give life to the food. And they're enclosed within the food. And when you're eating them, a person's bringing it into his body. And that's how we get nutrition. And we renew our body and our soul with that. So what is eating in reality? Eating is nurturing life from Hashem. And that's like a direct connection to godliness. Because when a person is eating, he's bringing into his existence, as it were, lights of life from Hashem. And that's why a person feels a pleasure from eating, 
because the lights of life are going into you. But since we're in a physical world, the light is enclosed in the physical garment of the food. Now, if that's what needs us, what's the klipa? So the klipas want to conceal Hashem from the person. So they try very hard to cause the person to think only about the physical aspect of the food and to forget about the light that is concealed within the food, which is the real true life force that exists. So that's what we're doing when we are looking at that, I don't know what it is, tea, coffee, tea. So let's look at that cup of tea in front of you. So what is our avoda? Our avoda is to reveal that everything is only the light from Hashem and to understand and feel that that which it appears, that the food has its own taste, is not true. The truth is that the life and the taste are only the light of Hashem alone, but it is concealed. And the Yetzirah tries very hard to have us forget that truth. And he tries all the time to have us get carried away with the cover. And to look superficially and to think, oh, the food tastes good. And I'm eating for one purpose, to satisfy myself. And God forbid you could forget Hashem, which is the source, the true source of the life that's coming from the food. And if a person gets seduced after that lie, then the food, which is real, the eating, which is really meant to bring a person very close to Hashem, does the opposite. It has us causing to forget Hashem. And it causes a person to feel even more so only the physical thing and to focus more on physical things. And if a person eats that way, he himself becomes more earthly, physical through the eating. And his heart is concealed within more concealments, which makes it much harder to feel the reality of Hashem, which is a spiritual reality that a person needs a lot of purification in order to feel. So it comes out, what is our service when we eat? It's to remember the existence of Hashem, to remember that Hashem is the true reality and not be seduced after the externalities. And that's the term to separate the sparks. To separate the inner light that's true, the divine spark within the concealment of physicality because they're mixed up so much together to the point that to the eyes, you only see physical things. And it seems that the taste and the life-giving force is from the physical food. Oh, it's got vitamin C, vitamin B, all these vitamins, protein, and this and that, and it's the protein that's keeping me alive. The vitamin C is keeping me alive. So we got to separate it and realize that the only thing that's keeping you alive, yeah, there are, there is a vitamin C, but the vitamin C is a klipa of the life force that's Hashem in the vitamin C that's in the food. And you got to reveal the truth. That is the avoda of eating anytime. Now, a Jew, a Jew has to understand and know very clearly that even before he eats, and even while he's eating, that in the food are holy sparks, which has a spiritual power to give life to the food. And that divine light is the main part of the food and that's where the taste comes from and that's where the life and vitality comes from. And you have to think 
while you're involved in this Beirur process, in this separating process, and we should think about the following questions. Where does this food get its power from? How is this food able to give us nutrition? Obviously, only the word of Hashem that's inside of it that gives the very same life to man. And therefore, the gashmis of the food is only a covering of that. And therefore, he has to establish in his thoughts that these holy sparks are the main thing. And that's what you're really looking for because that's the only thing that keeps you alive. That's the only thing that gives you the taste. That's the only thing your soul really wants. And to reflect in your mind that the, the physical taste is a spark of the true light of Hashem. And grasp on to thoughts of Hashem and think how the divine light is going and has devolved into the food and gives it existence. And to try to feel and sense how that good taste is connected directly to Hashem Yisbarach. And he should think how Hashem Yisbarach's light and vitality uh, descends and gets enclosed in the food and goes into your mouth and you feel that good taste in your mouth. It's all from Hashem's energy. And therefore, the general rule as we look towards eating is that at the time you're having pleasure from the food, to connect your mind about the pleasure with Hashem and think over and over and establish in your mind the truth that this pleasure is coming to me from Hashem and all the pleasure comes from His light that is revealed in the taste in my mouth. Okay? And now obviously that's going to be everyone according to their level. Okay? But the main thing is during the pleasure itself that you have to be very, your thoughts have to be so connected to Hashem. And therefore he wants to list a few methods of this happening. We're on page tough. Number one, a person should be thinking above. Meaning to say, think about Hashem. That he's the source of everything. And Hashem brings down the light. And Imamish enters here. And in this way, your main thoughts will be above about Hashem, how he has gone down for the moment, to think about the taste, which is the light of Hashem, and right away, return and think about Hashem, who's the source of the light. That's one thing. And number two is to think and concentrate about the pleasure that he's feeling in his mouth. He should think and feel that this pleasure is the light of Hashem. And to think about Hashem, and how the light and how the light comes from Hashem, and his thoughts should now uh, go together with this light until it comes uh, that thought till it comes back to you. And think a long time how the pleasure and the taste is the light of Hashem that's being revealed to him now. You have to go back and forth, up and down, up and down, up and down. You have to be thinking of Hashem is the source of it and the taste right here, all connected. And this is, he says in the brackets, is the inner understanding of the rashash about eating. Because most of the kavanas and the different visualizations we have come from the letter Aleph. Most kavanas, spiritual kavanas, are dealing with the letter Aleph. What is the letter Aleph all about?
The Aleph, the Aleph is written from the Torah script, a Yud on the top right, an upside down Yud on the bottom left, and a Vav in the middle. Connecting them. And what does that mean? We have to think about Hashem, who's the source of the light, and that's the upper Yud. And to think about the light, how it descends below, and that's the secret of the Vav that brings the connection to below, and think how that reaches me, the creature, who's symbolized by the Yud below, and to feel how the light of the top Yud is going into me through, and I'm on the bottom. And therefore, the Vav is the connective, right? It can be the food, it can be anything in the world. And therefore, the main thing is his thoughts should be grasping towards Hashem and his light, not with the physical food, and to go with that thought. And if he's possible, to go up and down, back and forth, and to think about Hashem and the great force of the light that is giving him pleasure. That's one way. And that's probably the best way to be thinking. But not all of us can think the best way. So let's take it down a notch if necessary. You should at least think about Hashem. You should think about the pleasure. And then think to say, thank you Hashem on the pleasure that you have given to me. This is very enjoyable. Okay, you can't think about sparks or anything else. Just say, Hashem, you gave me the food. Thank you for giving me the food. And the greater the pleasure is, the greater his heart and mind should be feeling thanks to Hashem. So he's tying the pleasure to Hashem and let that pleasure be a clee to connect to Hashem and let that grasp into your mind and, and not to, God forbid, forget about that. That's the second way. That's a much more basic way. Then on page Tafali says a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, a question? Yes. So even the body replaces. One second. Let me make you a little louder so we can hear you. Hang on. Go ahead. So, so the body replaces also, we should be able to thank after one performance. Did you, did you understand the question? You came a little bit garbled, Shlomo. Try again. So body replaces, Rabbi. Yeah, the intimate these... relationship. Yes. So he should also, should also thank for that? For the relationship with Hashem? No. Intimate relationships, Rabbi. Oh, inti relationships. intimate relationships? Intimacy? Yes, Rabbi. Yeah, of course. Same thing. Same thing. It's no different than eating. Exactly the same thing. Okay. Now, another thought is that that physical taste is a small spark of the true pleasure. And the purpose of that Pleasure is to open up your soul and to feel the power of the pleasure. So what do you do? To think and direct the feelings of the pleasure to the source and to arouse yourself to the pleasure of Hashem himself, which is the greatest pleasure. And this is what you should be thinking. You say it like this. If for such a small thing, like a cheese Danish, it's got so much taste, 
So you know what? Let me go to the source of that pleasure, which is certainly much bigger without any end. And to connect to the pleasure, connect to Hashem himself. So from the little pleasure, just move to the bigger pleasure. A Danish tastes good. Food tastes good. But who, who did all that? Hashem. So let's put it this way. You had some good bakery goods. Wouldn't you rather be with the baker? Wouldn't you rather be with the chef? Hashem's master chef. So that would be amazing. People will, will, will do what they can to, to be able to meet the guy who's uh, the master chef. Tell me your secrets. Isn't that? So Hashem is that. So therefore, from the actual physical taste, you can now appreciate Vekas Hashem. Okay, now in the brackets he said, listen, in all these ways, it's really good if a person can feel this in his heart. That's amazing. But let's say you mamish can't feel it. Don't give up on it. And just think about it. Think about what we're telling you. Even your heart doesn't feel anything. But And maybe add it as a prayer. And say, please, my Father in Heaven, give me merit to feel these good thoughts. And spell out, I wish I could feel your energy putting it into me. That I feel that you're giving me light. I don't feel it, but I wish I could and help me feel this. Okay, so far we're dealing with the weekdays. We haven't even come to Shabbos yet. But that's how you elevate the sparks of the food and you repair them because you are revealing their truth and take them out of concealment and you use them to ascend to Hashem, and Davka, through food, you're able to cling to Hashem. Now, what about those klipas? What about that yummy klipa? Ooh, it looks so good. Toss it away. Nullify it. I'm not interested in the klipa. That's not important. And that way they become nullified. And this is, I say, the point. The main point of all this is to put our heart and mind to what's inside and not to go after the superficialities. It's hard. I say, wow, this Danish was amazing. I love the Danish. I say, all the outside Danish, but that taste that I got, and I know it's from Hashem. I'm feeling, and that's what I want. I'm attached to Hashem. I'm not attached to the Danish. And therefore, how much do you have to eat to be attached to Hashem? Have a bite, two bites, tastes good. That's enough. Throw out the rest of the Danish. Give it. She rhymed. Give it to everybody else. I already feel great to be close to Hashem. So now, as we go to page tough base, this avoid of eating during the weekday, where therefore a person really should only eat how much he needs, and he should limit how much pleasure. But on Shabbos, the law is renewed that we should increase our eating and Tafka have more pleasure. So what's the difference in eating on Shabbos and eating on a weekday? And the answer is, on the weekday, there is a power of lust that comes from the food. It comes from the power of the klipas that tries to draw us to the external feelings without getting to the source and to not succeed in feeling the spiritual pleasure, and, and we can be mistakenly going after the external pleasures. And therefore, the Zohar says, eating during the weekday is a war. 
Lechem, bread, same source for the word lochem, to fight a war. Lechem is mochama. It's a battle. You got to strengthen yourself to, to vanquish the klipa and to get to the essence of the food. And since it's a mochama, you got to limit how much pleasure you have because then you'll have divine assistance to win the war. Only for the things that you really need. But if you give yourself uh, to extra war, <laughs> you don't get divine help. You don't win. In other words, you have to go to war. You have to go to war. Okay, I got to go to war. So I have to eat. If I don't eat, I will die. That's almost like if you don't go to war, you'll die. You'll die. It, let's say there's a, there's a, what do you call it? Uh, a siege. Okay, I'm not going to go to war. Back to the war, I'm not going to do anything. But there's nothing to eat, you're going to die. They cut off your water supply. So where do you got to go? You got to go home, you got to fight. You got to get out, you got to fight, and you got to get to some water. Now, what if you get, you can get enough water with limited fighting. If you want to get more water, you have to fight more. Well, I'll fight just what I need to get to the water. So therefore, if it's a battle, why do you want some mitzvah to have a bigger battle? So you, you need to have X amount of calories a day to live. That's how many calories you have. And now I fought the battle. You want to fight. You want to have as least amount of casualties as possible. You fight just enough that you need to win. But don't bring on more battles. And when you fight just what you need to fight, Hashem will help you to win the battles. We say, no, you know, I, I fought with one Danish. I'd like to try fighting with five. Oh, no, no, no. It, it's enough with one Danish. So you don't need five. That's how it is during the week. But now on Shabbos, what is already happening on Shabbos? The true light is shining. The infinite light. The power of evil is weakened. And therefore, there's no evil at all in the food. Even though our eyes can't see this. But the truth is, the challah itself is elevated on Shabbos. And there's nothing to drive the person and pull him to external lusts. And therefore, it's much easier to elevate what sees to the external and to elevate it to a pleasure to Hashem. And therefore, during the week, we need to limit the food as much as possible. But on Shabbos, we increase the food and the pleasure because in the weekday, we're in a dangerous battle. And we need help. So you only get help for what you need. But not just to have pleasure stomp for no purpose. But on Shabbos there's no battle. You can increase the pleasure that you're having with Hashem. And on Shabbos since the world is elevated and the Klippas don't have dom dominion, therefore the Holy Book's right that the eating on the entire Shabbos it's godliness without any evil. As it says in the Siddur of the Rashash, anything that a person eats on Shabbos goes to the good, even if you eat more than you need. But of course, we're, we're, this is only revealed towards people who are on the right level. Okay? Now really, every Jew should sense the elevation of eating on Shabbos more than on the weekday, but that's depending on the level that you're at. But that is the essential point. And that's what the Pusik says 
in Parshas B'Shalach, where it says, Ichluhu hayom, eat it today, ki Shabbos hayom l'Hashem. Shabbos is a day for Hashem. Today you will not find it in the field. What does that mean? Today you will not find the mun in the field. Well, what's the field? The field is outside. It's externals. On Shabbos, there's no grasp of the external world when it comes to eating. It's only the light of Hashem that's revealed and there very clearly that everyone knows it's only the Dvar Hashem. And in footnote Reish Samach Gimel, he says this answers the famous question between the Kabbalists. Since it's usher to do borer on Shabbos, you're not allowed to sort. You can't take the bones out of the fish and all that. So how can we eat on Shabbos when we're doing the biggest borer between the klipa and the food? The answer is very good. When Shabbos comes, the evil's gone, the klipa is gone. There's no borer happening on Shabbos on any existential level. It's gone. There's nothing to make borer on. Back upstairs. And therefore, the avoda of eating on Shabbos is not a situation of getting away from the evil, but rather to elevate the pleasure higher and higher, to feel more and more the divine pleasure of the light of Hashem as you eat, and to elevate it and to feel that pleasure, Hashem, and to arouse this pull of the higher pleasure. And that's why there's a mitzvah of Onek Shabbos and eating more food because with the power of the holiness of Shabbos, a person can eat and enjoy this directly to Hashem and the klipa cannot confuse you on Shabbos. During the weekday, the klipas have a hold on the world and therefore all food is mixed with evil and that confuses the person. They're going to look at the, the ex- external part. But on Shabbos, the world elevates the evil is separated and there's only good and only sparks and there's nothing to separate. That's if you're able to feel that energy. If you're not feeling it, it's not there at all. Remember, he adds, it goes hand in hand. He says, besides the food elevating, the per- there's also an elevation for the person who's eating. Because remember, your soul gets an extra level of soul. And therefore you're able to eat properly in holiness. And with this, we can explain a beautiful Rashi. Famous Rashi that's difficult to understand. Reb Shimon ben Levi says, We are given an Neshama Yisera on Shabbos, an Arab Shabbos. And Rashi says, what's the Neshama One of the most difficult Rashis to understand. Nisham Yisera, Rochav Lev, expansiveness of heart, Limenucha Vesimcha, for rest and joy, Vlios Pasuach Lirvacha, to be open wide, Vyocha Vyishta, to eat and drink, Vainavsha, because your soul is not disgusted with it. That's what Rashi says. So simply it means, you know what I have a Nisham Yisera for? So I can eat more food. That can't be what the Nishami Yisera is for. But if you understand the secret, Rashi is clear. If the whole reason of eating is to connect to Hashem, but during the weekday, it's hard to do that. You can't do so much because the Kalipas are, are fooling you and want to pull you to externalities and to get you mamish sunk into the physical tivus instead of connecting to the divine sparks. 
But on Shabbos, when you have a Neshama Yaseira, which is an extra power of strength, that you can recognize the true reality of Hashem and to silence the klipa and its lies, then you can increase eating in holiness and no damage will happen to you. That he, And also the food itself and in terms of the person are able to eat with holiness and to elevate everything up. Okay, now of course this only happens if you feel that connection. Shlomo, you have a question? Or, or is that from before? I'm okay with It's clear. Okay. Okay, we got time for one more little section. The Suda Shabbos. Rabbi? Yes, sir. I was just going to say, like the Kohen can eat all of those uh, Korbanos meat and elevate them. Same thing. Exactly. That's what it means to eat from Korbanos because it's in an elevated place. That's the same thing what the Mun was. The Mun had no klipa. No klipas. And therefore the Kohanim, very good. The Kohanim's food, that's why there's so many restrictions about the Kohanim's food. Only in a certain place can it be eaten. Only a certain time. Only certain people. That's the same idea over there. And therefore there's no problem of eating it. So now let's focus in on the Sudas Shabbos. He says, so not only there's no prohibition to eat more and have more pleasure, but to the point that we're obliged to have three meals. It's a chiyuv. It's not an option. During the week, we have two meals in the olden days. Morning and night. Shabbos have to have three. Why? Because on Shabbos, it's the time of the revelation of the light of Hashem and the truth is revealed. There's nothing else but Hashem. And therefore, an inseparable part of the Avodah of Shabbos is to turn over the physical into spiritual and to reveal the light in the physical. To reveal that there's no physicality in and of itself, but every taste and every good thing in the food is really essentially the light of Hashem that is concealed within the food and that it becomes separated, becomes a ticket in the world during the weekdays. But this is the level of the suit of Shabbos where the Tveikus is palpable, that the light of Hashem is felt mamish, and with the power of the holiness of the Sudas of Shabbos, a person can feel the Tveikus of the eating, really, you can learn to have that feeling even during the week. And that is true with, and this was your point, Shlomo, with every type of pleasure in the world, that if a person consistently reflects and feels that the pleasure that he has is the revelation of the light of Hashem in your body and to reveal that all of that light is from Hashem alone, that itself is revealing the Shekhinah and elevates the Shekhinah that is in the Shabbos Kodesh. And therefore the rule is a person should have his mind cling to delight with Hashem and to feel how he is the source of all pleasures. And then you don't have to worry about it. Okay, we'll stop it over there. Tomorrow he's going to give us the lamaisa as you're eating, what you should exactly be doing. He concludes that issue, and then we go to the next chapter. Go ahead.